So one of the the Moros which took place on Shibos of Betamos, and the Mishnah makes a list of them, is the fact that the Luchas were broken on Shibos of Betamos. Now the truth is that was one prat in the story of of the Cheta Egel. Kwaiso was Chaita with the Cheta Egel, and because Kwaiso was Chaita the Cheta Egel, Misa comes back to the world. The Torah describes that Kwaiso is supposed to be destroyed, but Mashabena was Dobbins. The Bresham says of Yom Pakti Pekadati that every single Peronius which will happen in the future is rooted back in Cheta Egel. So if we want to look at the, the day of Shivasa Batamas as being a significant day, it is the day that Kwaiso was Chaita with the Cheta Egel. Uh, we talk about the, we look at the Psukim, we, the, the Torah seems to focus significantly on the story of the Chet Egel, and Christ was to be destroyed, etc. Within that, there's a small few Psukim which talk about the Moshe comes down from the Har, and he breaks the Luchas. On the other hand, we do find that at the end of the Torah, the Bershom gives Moshe a Yashikayach, the fact that he broke the Luchas. So there's some element which is significant. But the question is, why does the Mishnah focus on this Prat? We should focus more on the Kloliastika issue of the fact that the terrible Peronius of the Chet Egel happened to Kloliastika, which is going to be the source of old Soros, which are going to be contained in the future. Even the Chet of the Miraglim according to many before Shem, was rooted into the, the, in the Chet Egel. The fact that Kaiser cannot go to Israel was rooted in the Chet Egel. So it seems to be funny that we focus on the Shiraz Haluchas. And the Mishra continues and says that there are other Moros which happened on Shibas of Tammuz. The Talmud was, was no longer brought. The city was broken into. The Talmud was, was Humad Behechel. And each one of these, if we think about it, the fact that the city was broken into is a sad reality, but it wasn't the end. So why are we, why are we looking at this as being something of, of, of significance in its own? It was, it was the beginning of the end, and the end of the end is Tisha B'Av, and we, we have an expression of that more raw. We... we, we, we are no availus and uh, tightness on that day. Why do we need to sort of move it back to start it now? Alamarishan is chayte with the chet of the etzadas. After that etzadas, there's something called ra. Now the truth is ra. There's no such thing as the reality of ra. Ra does not exist. Everything Kodesh does is toiv. There's no such thing as ra. So what does it mean that Adam Rishon now ate from the Tadas and there's he's Yudeya Toiva Ra? Means now Adam Rishon perceives Ra as a reality. Before the Chet Egel, there was excuse me, before the Chet of Tadas, there was no understanding of anything as being Ra. The person Adam Rishon saw everything as an a, a, coming from a Kaddish Borduchu. Everything the Brashu created the world for the purpose that we should serve him and thereby connect to him and get a reward from him. There's also this thing as something which is ra, which is, which is bad, which is evil. And that is the reality of the world. That is the true reality of the world. After he ate from the he was able to perceive things as being ra. Contrasting that, he was able to perceive things as being tov, 
But once we understand that Ra is something which is going to be now, as it were, disconnected from, from a Kodesh Baruch Hu, is a rea- reality on its own, because if it's connected to Kodesh Baruch Hu, it can't be Ra. So who are the Toiv can be perceived as being something which is dis- disconnected from a Kodesh Baruch Hu and being perceived as Toiv. So Adamarishan's perception of the world of reality was distorted and he mis- he mi- he misread and misunderstood the world from the point of the eight the eating of the eight the eight sadas. When Kaiso comes to Matan Torah, the purpose of the Torah is to give us the, the glasses and the lenses to see the world appropriately and see the world for what it is. Through the Torah, through the learning of the Torah and the mitzvahs of the Torah. We can relate to every single physical reality of the Bria and understand what its function is in the world of Avodah Hashem, which is its true reality, which Adam Rishon was able to see before the Chet of the Eitzadas. The um, Kabbalah is actually that's its, its primary function. The Rechaim Freelander, in his set of Sermon from the Ramchal, in the the volume of the Sefer Kharka Makubal in the introduction, he brings over there from one of the Balim Makshava that they said that all of Kabbalah is really rooted in the concept of Da'as Elokeavicha. All of Kabbalah's function is to help us see and understand how everything in the Priya emanates from a Kaddish Baruch and it is an expression of a Kaddish Baruch So everything in the Priya's purpose and function is to be understood through the Torah we get a clarity of what it really is about, both in the Torah Sahanigla and Torah Sahanister. So Klaizel is now standing at the cusp of a world where it's not Menutok from its reality, from a Kaddish Baruch at all. Within that world, in that context, so then there's, the physical is really spiritual, and therefore there's no room for Misa. A person can live forever because the, the Nituk of the physical expression of the of the person from its reality is no longer true. So we receive the Torah. Now we have to think about what what was the significance of, of the purpose of receiving the luchos? Is a physical manifestation and expression of the Nesinas of Torah. The main thing is the Bereshit spoke to Klaisel and gave them the Torah. What was the luchos? What were the luchos going to add? to the world that the Russians wanted to give the Luchas and what was taken from the world when the Luchas were broken. The word Luach in uses in Lashon HaKadosh is something which you cannot write on, you must engrave into it. Different than the usage which you have in modern Ivrit, where the word Luach can refer to a blackboard, which is something that you can write on. Luach the point of Eluach was something which in Lashon HaKadosh that Rosh Shapiro points out that the, the, the usage in, in modern Ivrit is a corruption of the understanding of the word Luach in Lashon HaKadosh Lashon HaKadosh is an area that's used to refer to something which must be engra- to write in it, you must engrave it in so here we have that the words of Torah are going to be engraved now the Torah talks about Kasama Luach Libecha that the, the Luchos correspond to the labor of the person. So the analogy is that we're going to take the words of Torah and engrave them into the Luchas. It's equivalent of saying we're going to engrave them into the Luch of the Lave of Klai Which means that these words are going to become 
given a permanent reality within our being. So that that we understand, that we we came to the moment to grasp the clarity of that the Torah gives us the understanding of the reality of the world, that there's nothing but a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Enod Movadoi, the Bershom opened up the Zion Rikiyim, and Kaisos saw Enod Movadoi, and there's nothing else but the Metzias of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and everything is just an expression of that. And all of life is a purpose of expressing that reality. It's now going to be given a permanence through the luchas. The luchas are going to, it's going to be, ing- the words of Torah will, will be engraved in the, in the mitzias of our lay, which is the, the, the being, the, the, the organ which gives life to the person. So it means the mitzias of the person now will have that engraved into him. There's no for, greater distortion and misperception of reality than about a Zora. About a Zora is the, is the greatest falsehood it's the greatest non-reality that there's something to be over other than a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's not just that we're, we, we see a physical world and we run after it, but we recognize that there's a spiritual element, but it's the wrong spiritual element, Chas Hashem. So with the Chet Egel, they lost that clarity that they had, that they saw Behar Sinai. They were standing on the cusp of the moment to receive this as a reality of permanence. That this is not going to just be something which Kaisel reached it for a moment and lost it. It's going to remain with us forever. That clarity, that that understanding. And here we misunderstood the world. So therefore, we lost that permanent reality which the luchas were going to offer us. However, Mashabeno breaks the luchas because this reality is is no longer true. He did not break the luchas with the Chet Egel. Mashiach comes down from the Har, and he sees the Egel and the Mechalus, and then he breaks the luchas. Which means, even if we had a lapse of, under, of under, mis, misunderstanding, and we lost the clarity of sight, and we don't see the reality as the way we're supposed to, it's still possible to recapture it and to hold on to it permanently. The luchas could have remained the Klai And what does it depend on? It depends on if you want it. Imagine Klai truly wanted that. And Klai is absorbed in the Chet. But the reaction has to be, I, I wish I wasn't doing this. I hope, I, I prefer not to do this. I feel so bad that I've done this. It has to be an expression of sadness, not of happiness, not of Macharlus. Mechalus is, is, is indicative of the fact that that was their true rotson. That's what they wanted. That that was where their rotson was, so that became the reality. It wasn't the, the chet alone, chet being chesorin, which is the problem, that they m- missed something. That alone is not the problem. It's only when that becomes part of the rea- part of their being, which is defined by their rotsin. The Kiddush of Eretz Yisrael, the purpose of Eretz Yisrael is like we say in the Haggadah, the Bershom takes his Eretz Yisrael to give us the base of Mikdash. So the base of Mikdash is a place where Shemaim and Oretz kiss, the Gemara says. It's a place where the Ruchnius and the Gashmius meet. We have a very physical base of Mikdash. It's, there's many different metals. There's stone. 
there's animals, there's blood, there's water, there's wine, there's flour, there's fire. It's a very physical reality, but it's very clear to every person who walks into the base of Mikdash that this is not physical, this is spiritual, this is something beyond just the physical. It was a place where we saw by the clarity that the physical is just an expression of the Ruchnius. Physical exists only as much in as much as it, as it is an expression of Ruchnius. When Kleisel is offered Eretz Yisrael and told they're going to get Eretz Yisrael, which means they're going to get a place where they're going to have that clarity. So Kleisel is given a second chance. You misunderstood by, by the Chet Egel. Your Rotson was misplaced by the Chet Egel, and therefore the Luchas were broken. But there is a second chance that you can get Eretz Yisrael. Now, Eretzitzel, interestingly enough, is referred to in many words which tie into the idea of Rotson. It's referred to as Eretz Chemda, Eretz Chefetz, even Eretz Svi, that the Lord Svi can be lashed of, of that which we wish. As a matter of fact, Rosh Shapiro says that the word Eretz, the root of the word Eretz is the word Rots. It's what you run to. So if Kleisel had a true desire for Eretz Yisrael, that's what they really wanted, they wanted this opportunity to, to connect, to be connected to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, to have the clarity of the, the Bria being just an expression of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and nothing more than that. And therefore, to live their lives on that plane where Ruchnius and Gashmius are one, if they truly wanted that, they wanted the Eretz, that was their Rotson. So when the Moraglan come back with the message that the land is Ochelos Yeshua, it wouldn't have stopped them. They wanted Eretz Yisrael. And if the Bershams sees fit in his plan for the world that we should go into Eretz Yisrael and we should be destroyed over there, therefore what? But if that's what the Bershom wants, there can't be a reality other than the Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's what Eretz Yisrael expresses to us. See, either it means that we're going to survive, and if we're not going to survive, that's what's supposed to be. We are supposed to finish out our our, our existence in a world of where there's no difference between Ruchlis and Gashmias, and that's the end. So that's the ticket of the Bria. Like, so what's there to be crying about? So in the vantage point of a world of Rotson, of a Rotson for Eretz Yisrael, the Bechia is a Bechia Shalchinam. It's a, it's, 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 it means there's no, nothing to cry about. The fact that Kleisel cried a Bechia Shalchinam, they cried indicates that that wasn't their Ratzon. So the opportunity to correct themselves, which Chet Egel had set into motion, and was which was embodied in the Shiraz Aluchais, the opportunity to correct it was given to Klaisel, and Klaisel missed that opportunity as well. The other experience other things which took place on the day of Shiva Subatamas, which were in other Moros, is Hufka Ha'ir. So the, the city was no longer um, protected. Now, if we're looking at the the tragedy of the, the, the lives, the loss of life, that is a very sad moment, obviously. But if we're looking at the Yerushalayim was the place where 
there was a place of Heber between the Shemaim and Oritz, between man and his creator, the mila of the, the walls around the city was that it protected that. It maintained that reality. So here is the, the moment where there was a pirza. We talk about shmira, this, the walls of a city act as the shmira. We have to know what is expressed inside that we, we want to be shamer. What was the value which is inside that the shmira has been lost? We talk about other places, we talk about the shmira saloshan, shmira sainayim, etc. It's not just I have to watch my tongue or watch my eyes. I'm protecting them, protecting them from a loss. Something of value is being lost when my tongue, which is the place where Ruchnius is expressed in Tagashmius, is misused, where the physical desires of the world become a person's focus. Something is lost. It's a shmira against a damage. We don't want that. The Kerman Talmud is a suya by Harsinai, the Pasuk says. It was an extension of Harsinai. It was an extension of that moment where we have the clarity of understanding what life is about. The Chinuch says in his explanation of the mitzvah, is we go out to our avoda and we work in the morning and we work in the afternoon. During that time, it can't be that the, the avid should be better than the, the master. The avid is the gashmi, is the physical world. The master is the Kodesh Baruch and Ruchnius. You're not going to express it in an expression of Ruchnius. That's the, the purpose of the Korban Tavit. That's what Klaise, and it's referred to specifically as Asuya Bahasinai, because this is an extension of Matan Torah, where Klaise will have that, rea- that, uh, that reality. So the Kerman Talmud was the expression of this reality of the, that man's f- purpose is not his physical work. The physical world is not the purpose. The physical world is just an expression of a Mokam of Heber, It's interesting that the opposite of Heber is Chorev. When you, when you take apart the connection, you're left with destruction. It's also the word, the word charev can mean dry. If we want to look at our own lives and see where we, where we grapple with this issue, we don't have basic mikdash, but we have mitzvahs, we have Torah. Is Torah something which is exciting to us? Are mitzvahs something which inspire us? Are they something which change us? We feel a connection to something greater than ourselves. Or are they, or are they dry? If they're chorev, if they're, if they're, the, all they are is something which is dry to us, that means it's an expression of korban. Avelis is rooted many times. You said that differently. Rehersh, it says the word Avelis is from the word but, that there's something missing. When we talk about Avelis in our life, means we're stopping for a moment to say, this is not the life that I want. This is not the life that I want, which is just this physical dry world. I don't find chius and gishmak in my Torah mitzvahs, which indicates to me that there's something missing in my reality. So the we were given Torah, which is the vehicle to, to, of that Hebrew, and for us it's become chorev, it's become dry, it's korban. There's something missing in our lives. That's the velas which we are introducing and starting on Shivasubatamas and continuing until Tishabov. It's the velas of that that's not what we want to be. But different than a physical Avelis, where you can be aware of the fact that a person, an Almana, loses her husband, it's clear to her that it's missing. The Avel is always there. It's always there that there's something missing. There's always that but. We're having a Simcha, but the father is no longer here anymore. We're having a, a, a situation, but so-and-so is not here to help us deal with it. It's always there. By Ruchnius, 
it's not obvious. It's only if your rotsen is that you want something greater, then you feel the aval that it's not there. If there's no rotsen, there's no avalus. So as much as we have we have the moments of rotsen that we want more, that we feel the avalus that we're missing something. It's the time to be burning on the fact that we, we are missing so much we, and we want more than that. We're not happy with this reality. We don't want this to be our reality. And then we are expressing the rotsen that we want something greater. The rotsen is what gives us Eretz. It gives us the land of Eretz Yisrael. It gives us the Eretz Chemda, the Eretz Svi, the Eretz Chefetz. It gives us the Hechatim so that we should have something greater because of the Hechatim and the Churban of the Beis Mikdash is Zoycha Barabi Shuasa. So Elimeras itself points out, doesn't say he's Yizkevayira, he's Zoycha Baraya. Right now, he's seeing a greater reality. The Ratzin itself helps us see that there's something more to the world. So, as much as we feel that we're missing it, we're actually getting it at the moment that we realize that we're missing it. We realize that there's something more. We now have something more. So that is the process which allows us to redefine and redirect ourselves. So the Avelis is the vehicle. The feeling of lack is the vehicle which allows us to redefine what life is about. And that's what we're being, we are we are expressing in the Avelis of the, starting from Shivasa Batamus when we feel that the, the Luchas were broken, that permanence of that reality is not with us. The shmir around the city of that of the place of the Hebrew between us and Kadosh Baruch Hu, became chorev, became dry. The, the the opportunity to constantly be able to be tamed to be bar Sinai, to be connected to Har Sinai is missing. Even the day of putting a selim behechel, Menasha put a selim behechel. Selim is the greatest non-reality. It's a vodazora. There in the mukam where Kadosh Baruch Hu exists, it's a mamish. It's the kura of that we were getting it wrong but what's fascinating is that the, the, the basically this was not destroyed immediately we should say the same way the luchas were an expression of that reality you lost the reality there's no more luchas the mikdash the mikdash is not just an expression of, the, of an expression of that reality the mikdash was the vehicle to give us that reality the version says I'm going to give you another chance the same way he gave us the opportunity of the Eretz Israel after the Chet Egel says you can correct yourself and Menashe did tshuva but it wasn't, wasn't enough to hold on to it but yes even after we feel we don't have that reality we don't have that clarity we can get it back we can ha- understand it and we can live with it and we can desire it and feel how much we don't have it yet and that's what the power of the Velas of the, the three weeks will accomplish for us and Biroya Bishuasa